Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Hi Griffin, how you doing, man? Hi Zacharab. <laughs> you know, we, we, we started another take, and I, I was are you, gonna, to, are you about to blast me? Uh, no, I was gonna go. Yeah, I was just gonna go into the jock jams, but then yeah, I was like, you know what? Instead, we've both had a pretty rough day, and I think Shit, you know, it's a nice, man. a nice chill open to this. Um, would be great. That'd so, be real uh, nice. How you doing, bud? Who, boy, howdy! Yeah, today was. The busiest day of the institute since I started. Yeah, you said what? Like seven thousand people were in there. We had just six thousand nine hundred and ninety-four people check in throughout the day. That is a lot of people. It was a lot of people, and you know how many people were on the guest relations team today? How how many? Eight people. That's not a lot for seven thousand mm-hmm. people. And we checked in all of them. Oh man! Well, you know what? I'm uh, proud of you, buddy. Hey, thanks. I mean, we got we did we did the job. We did it good, and we mostly kept our sanity. You know, losing a little bit of that sanity is a good thing. So you know what? Cheers mm-hmm. to that. Hey, thanks. How was how was how was your day? It is all right. Um, this whole uh, last week has been setting up for the NBA All Star Game. Mm-hmm. And that's happening this weekend. So now that's happening. I was on uh, the crew for assisting with a photo shoot, like a not a photo shoot, but a, a commercial shoot today. Mm. Um, and so kinda that cool. was, I mean, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it was just, a, it was a very long day. I did for mm. the briefest of moments. Mm-hmm. Um, see Charles Barkley, former NBA superstar. Okay. Yeah, he just kind of walked by me, and I was just like, oh, that, that hi, Charles Barkley. Hi, Charles Barkley. <laughs> I felt like, uh, you ever watch Space Jam? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. you're not the real Charles Barkley. <laughs> you're just some wannabe <laughs> that looks like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, it, it was just great, because like, I was just sitting there. Because, um, like, say chance, like, for the, like, a lot of the time, apparently, like, you know, commercial crews and, like, you know, like, the video teams, like, they handle their own shit. So it's like, mm-hmm. we, like, are required to have stagehands, like myself, there. Um, but, like, a lot of times, we just kind of just around yeah so me and this other guy uh, uh sinclair were just sitting there um not doing anything and then yeah i just kind of out of the corner of my eye see a very big guy walk in <laughs> apparently i somehow missed Shaq. he was like behind me at one point Shaq was just there Shaq was there as well i mean it's the nba all-star all-star yeah, that's like, fair yeah. he's an, he's an all-star yeah i didn't get to watch it but yeah charles barkley was like filming like a thing mm-hmm. like he uh, was like it's like it's playoff time. You ready? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Um, um, we apparently had someone in from the New Orleans Saints in the building today. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a um, football team. It's a I football think. team. 
yeah, this um, professional football player who is uh, three years younger than you and I, Zach. Ooh. Whoopsie. And... and (laughs) Well, inferiority complex. (laughs) Uh... But yeah, we made up a, a very rich fiction um, about someone uh, named uh, Soundboy David. Oh, God, okay. Uh, uh, he was slightly late um, to the like when they were about to start filming this commercial, so he yeah. rolls in like with his bag and is trying to get stuff done. And the director immediately is like, "We need two mics on these people. Like, what are you doing?" And he's going, and "We're like, God, come on, Soundboy David." Uh, and so the whole so this day, was, this was a real person, but you didn't yeah. really know what his story was. So he just became Soundboy David. So he just became Sound. Yeah, we heard his, he he worked sound, right. and his name was David. So said right. people. So he was Soundboy David. Uh, and so anything like even like things that like that weren't remotely even tied to this to this poor yeah. land. It was just like God, thanks, Soundboy David. Come on, Soundboy David, get your sound together. Come on, get your sound together. Uh, and so yeah, that was my day. Nice. Which like I like I feel like I'm complaining about it, but it was like, oh yeah, you know, I had just had to see Charles Barkley today and <laughs> almost saw Shaq and woe is me. I uh I tweeted something earlier toward the end of my shift that I think that sums up how I feel. Okay. It's a, I, I tweeted, I need some combination of a stiff drink, a good cry, and someone to bone. Oh, nice man. And I presently have none of those things. You have somewhere to cry. I mean, like I, yeah, 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 but I haven't had the cry yet. You know oh I mean? well, I mean, like you could, you could. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, in this present moment and, and leading up to this recording, nothing yet. So over three there. You don't have any alcohol. No, I don't have any alcohol. I made margaritas last night, but I was up. I left it at my sister's place. Oh man. Yeah, we've started doing a thing since I go over to her place for laundry. Uh, uh, and as an excuse to continue practicing making drinks, we're doing themed nights uh, called Laundry and Libations. Oh, nice. So I'll bring my laundry over, she'll cook dinner, I'll make drinks. So I made grapefruit margaritas, and they were delightful. You should make um, well, the, the, the uh, entry from the, the Silent Secrets drink guide. I, I saw that. that. That's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. Our friend Cody made that for us. Um, it is bonkers. <laughs> Like <laughs> the there are th- th- there's a, a bunch of them. Like it's like a, a whole like it's like a m- many paged PDF of yeah. drink concoctions. It was it's kick ass. That's super cool. Oh, uh, a lot of them uh, contain dry ice in the recipe for like making them like smoky. Oh, but like you don't drink that. No, but you put it in and it makes a cool effect. Sure, sure, sure. Should we do the podcast? We should probably do okay. the podcast. Hmm. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Griffin. And I am Zach. And today, uh, we're back at it. We're back at it with some more creatures for you to think about, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, last time we took a big, uh, 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 some would say a big boy trip uh into cobalt presses uh we took a home of big, beasts too. big ch- big boy trip into the big boy flip sure mm. 
Mm-mm. That's going to be the new dance that's uh, uh, sweeping the nation. The big boy flip. <laughs> the, big boy, the big boy flip. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's but, gonna be uh, the next TikTok dance is the big boy flip. But you know, we did the we did the big boys last time, um, and we figured we should just you know like while we're at it to keep things balanced, we should really just head to the other end of the the the, the spectrum there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it's been a while since we've done a tiny boys, and so yeah. We're diving right into it. Back with Cobalt Press's Toma Beast Two, uh, and we're doing Tiny Boys this time. So these I Tiny Boys, this is gonna be Itty Bitty Boys Three. Itty yes. Bitty Boys Three, Con- uh, compared to what Big Boys? We're on Big Boy Six now. Big, Big Boy, Boy Six. Six, yeah. So yeah, we got we got some Itty Bitties to catch up on. So the problem is there's there's really not a lot of Itty Bitty Boys. There are less, I think overall, less itty-bitty boys than there are big boys. Probably mm. because the big boys kept stepping on all the little bitty boys. Yeah, guys, watch where you're fucking stepping. Watch where you're stepping. You gotta watch out. You got you got big boy privilege. You need to watch out for your little bitty boys. Gotta watch out for them. You gotta um, use that big boyness. But yeah, so uh, itty-bitty boys, everything is uh, small or uh, tiny. Itty-bitty uh, boys three. We gotta do the bit. Oh, we gotta do that bit too. Um, okay, at least cool. once. The, 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 we got we got her right. I think the, we're contractually obligated. The, the bitty bitty boy. Ooh, because it's a bit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, itty bitty boys three, the squeak wolf. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh man, itty bitty boys three. Stop fucking stepping on them. Infinity <laughs> Boys 3, watch your step. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Itty Bitty Boys, uh, uh, what's the dilly with this trilly? Because <laughs> it's trilly, the third like one. the third. The th- it's yeah, a trilogy. Okay. Yeah, the, the, uh, oh yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Have you, did you see the Lord of the Rings is the number one? It's like really. <laughs> so it's, it's Stephen Colbert. It's the it's the it's a it's a thriller movie. And it's the trilogy. Yeah. Oh, it's a trilogy. <clears throat> uh, Itty Bitty Boys Three. Um, Renegades. Ooh, shit. I think that, that that's a cold, hard way to, to dip us into our first thing right there. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All hail the underdogs. Ooh, yeah. Itty Bitty Boys 3, underdo- Underdoge. Oh, Underdoge? I was just because, you know, the song, The Renegades, All hail oh. the underdogs. Yeah. Yep. All right. I, I right, so, like last time haven't looked at these things, so. All right, fantastic. So first we're looking at the adder crop. So, uh, <laughs> so this is a tiny fay. Uh, they are chaotic evil, which I didn't notice before. But this, this is, a, is this is a little a little snakeman. A little snakeman, yeah. Um, they're kind of I don't know what their lower half looks like because we don't see it because it's coming out of the water. But what yeah. we see is like, uh, you know, very like a snake body with the arms. Um, I gotta say, it's got some rippling pectorals. I don't know if those are necessarily pectorals. It's like, got just pecs. Anatomically speak, anatomically speaking, do, so does it have throat pecs? Is that what you're saying? No, but it's. I mean, it's got fucking shoulders and arms. So yeah, it's got pecs. 
I, okay. I want to be. I, I want to. Uh, uh, I was in my head. I know you said pecs. My brain was thinking abs. Oh no! I'm, no, pe- I'm and so I pe- see it now. And now that my light bulb brain has turned on, Zach, I'm sorry. It does have pecs. It does have pecs. I was definitely thinking. Yeah, I forgot but, what pecs were. But yeah, it's got some nice little little arms there with some some very long claws on those on those fingertips. Yeah. Um. But then just like a like a like a like remember Kaw from Jungle Book? <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Ka, but like instead of like hypnotizing you so that I can eat you, like he fucked your wife. <laughs> like that's the, that's kind of the look like, I'm getting from this guy. <laughs> angry red eyes, and there's that little slight, like almost grin. Mo- well, like, that that, and he's also like kind of got a little bit of a mohawk, so you know he's a bad boy. Like, uh, but yeah, like it's like I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to steal your wife it's that it's that bit from community where it's like this guy this adder crop like fucked your mom it's like you'd be the guy (laughs) anything you say to this adder crop is gonna be saying to an adder crop who fucked his mom (laughs) um but yeah it's like Uh, hey hey how's it go cobalt cobalt (laughs) (laughs) how's it going four eyes yeah, no, this guy's definitely a bit of a little dick. How's it um, going, smooth skin? Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Emerging from the water with barely a ripple is a slender, serpentine creature with human arms and a wicked grin on its wide, lizard-like mouth. There you go. It does, have, mm-hmm. in fact, have a grin. Mm. The creature is no more than a foot long and has pale green skin and blood-red eyes. It's a little bitty boy. A little bitty boy. Ophidian Fae. While Addercrops have a vaguely snake-like appearance, they are not cold-blooded creatures and have nothing but disdain for true snakes and reptilian creatures like lizard folk and nagas. Hmm. hmm. I, w- I wonder how they feel about Yanti. Anyway. Probably not great. Probably not great. They hate other creatures just as much and despise everything that is beautiful and pure in the world. <laughs> So it's like I'm stolen. I I fucked your wife because she's hideous. It's a double diss. Oh man, this guy—he's fucking burning you on multiple levels. It's a deep joke. Poisonous fay. Adder crops radiate supernatural poison from their bodies. Radiate it? What? Whoa. Okay. While their poisonous aura cannot harm living creatures directly, it is remarkably good at poisoning fresh sources of drinking water, such as wells and ponds. Rivers, streams, and lakes are usually too large for a single adder crop to poison, but several adder crops working together can poison a larger body of still or slow-moving water. Holy shit. These guys are dicks. <laughs> Water-dwelling fae such as... Oh, sorry. Yeah, fae enemies. Water-dwelling fae such as Kappa and Lorelei. And many forest-dwelling fae such as Dryads hate adder crops with a passion and seek to slay the horrid creatures whenever possible, even going so far as to team up to wipe out an adder crop nest. Because of this, Adderkrops are never encountered with other types of fae. Their only allies are evil monstrosities and aberrations with a tolerance for poison and a lust for destruction. 
See, they're looking to dest- they look at they got a, a, a lust for destruction. Yeah. Lastly, they're egg laying fae. Adocrops are hermaphrodites and re- uh, reproduce by laying eggs. They typically lay hundreds of eggs at a time. That's a lot of eggs. The, egg, the eggs hatching after a few days. Oh no. When the young adocrops are abandoned by their parents. Young adocrops resemble tiny green worms for their first year of life until they develop their poisonous aura and magical abilities. Few adocrops survive to adulthood, but those that do become a blight on the natural world. <laughs> you know, someday I'm going to grow up and I'm going to become a blight in this natural world. I'm so proud of you, James. Now I'm going to leave you forever. Goodbye now. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Uh, these guys suck. These guys suck. Um, so yeah, tiny fake chaotic evil armor class of fourteen, which like not right, not bad. Uh, they've got a twenty foot movement, climb, and swim speed. Thirty um, foot swim, slightly faster in the water. Yeah. Oh yeah, thirty foot swim. There we go. Uh, pretty good, pretty dexterous, pretty charismatic. Probably surprisingly, how he, yeah. It's probably it's how, that, he's, it's how he's fucking your wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, pro, uh, proficient in acrobatics, perception, and stealth. Immune to uh, poison and the poison condition. Dark vision out to 16 feet. A pretty good passive. Damn. Uh, and they also speak Aquan, Common, and Sylvan. Hmm. Things are tense. And the language of love. The love. Poisonous aura. Here we go. The Adocrop radiates an aura, an aura of insidious poison that slowly pollutes any water source in which it, oh, in which it immerses itself. Each hour, the Adocrop is fully immersed in water. Its aura transforms up to ten gallons of the water into a deadly poison. A Whoa. creature that drinks this poisoned water must succeed on a DC twelve con save or take ten or three D six poison damage and become poisoned for an hour. Jesus. That's pretty bad. And it does it troubles me that it doesn't say poisons the water. It says transforms it into a deadly poison. Yeah. It's transmuting water. Yes, yes it is. Water yeah. invisibility. While fully immersed in water, the Adocrop is invisible. No. If it attacks, it becomes visible until the start of its next turn. The Adocrop can suppress this invisibility until the start of its next turn as a bonus action. What a dick. What a dick. It's how he slid in, you know? <laughs> Innate spellcasting. Here we go. The Adocrop's spellcasting ability is Charisma. There you go. At will, poison spray. Three times a day, create or destroy water and fog cloud. <sighs> Once per day, each misty step and suggestion. Holy fuck. So who can pull a car? Yeah. Yeah. This thing can make water in like a bucket. And, and then, then poison. Just kinda, and just kind of hang out in the bucket. Just dip then, its tail in. Yeah. Well, it's got to be it's gotta be fully immersed. Fully immersed? Yeah. Okay. It just says that in which it immerses itself. Each hour of the outer crop is fully immersed in water. It's aura transformed oh, into okay. water. Okay. Look, we're both sleepy boys. We can take a pass on reading comprehension for the day. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, so bad pets. Bad pets, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. not even pets because they'll like 
they're just dudes. They're just mean dudes. <laughs> Who fucked your wife? Who fucked your wife, stole your car, um, and slashed your moped's tires. So it's like, how are you going to get around? You're not. Yeah. It's like, why did he steal the car? He can't even see over the dashboard. He's only a foot long. But he did it just to be a dick. He poisoned our crops, burned our houses, and delivered a plague unto our houses. There he did? No. <laughs> but are we just going to stand around until he does? What is that from? It's, uh, SpongeBob. They're talking about bubble that's, buddy. Yeah, that's what it is. I said uh. poisoned our crops. It's, po- it's burned our crops, poisoned our water supply, which is where the joke originally popped into my head because these things poison the water. <laughs> Somebody anyway. poison the water hole. And it was an adder crop who then proceeded these, to fuck my wife. These guys genuinely look like their favorite film series is Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and with that hitting the nail on the head, I think we could say goodbye to these little creeps. I think so, too. I'm totally done for that. All right. Moving on. All right, Zach. I brought you something great. I love something great. This is the Ornoraptor. The Ornoraptor. Or Ornoraptor. Orner Ornoraptor. Like ornery, I think. Oh, that's funny. I'm still uh, not there, so I don't see the art yet. But all right, I'm, I'm gonna wait because I want. I need your reaction. Okay, give me a moment. Yeah, Orny Orny Raptor. Like horny, horny. But without the H. <laughs> O-R-N-I, raptor. Okay. <laughs> what is this thing? Uh, it looks like a, uh, uh, like a featherless chicken Gross. with uh, like a big cyclops eye, and its tummy is like see-through. Yeah, hey, Griff. Yeah. This guy's got a see-through Tommy. <laughs> yeah, bud. A clumsy-looking, flightless bird with a short conical beak and no feathers or skin stares blankly with its single eye. Its organs are held in place by a slimy, transparent membrane. Eat it. Uh, this is a small monstrosity. It is unaligned. So it can become your best friend if you work at it. <laughs> they are it has, nearly... It has a thing... A tr- troublesome is the, their descriptor. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me, it's nearly mindless. Nice. Uh, ornoraptors are creatures of pure instinct and share more in common with the basest vermin than with beasts. They attack anything that moves and peck off bits and pieces of their prey as they hunt, gobbling bites as it flees. <laughs> We're gonna get the fuck out of here, but also munch. Da, 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 da. One second, munch. Cool, I'm out of here. Uh, also, just like me, they are troublesome pests. Oh, uh, great. Ornoraptor. <laughs> Ornoraptors tend to be more troublesome than dangerous due to their persistence in striking at anything that moves. <laughs> So they literally are. They're just literally like pecking at your like your calves the entire time. <laughs> uh, however, the creatures are capable of sharing their perceptions when near each other. This makes them particularly deadly when one notices something move and dozens of ornoraptors suddenly converge on that point. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh shit! Does that mean that um, any guard in the Dishonored series is an Ornoraptor? Because if one <laughs> finds you, suddenly all of them know where you're at. I know you're here somewhere. Stop in the name of the crown. I, I was swear about, I heard I was about something. To, I, yeah, I was about to do the fucking uh, stop. You violated the law. Of, oh, no, that's, yeah, that's Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Skyrim. Pay the court a fine. Or oh god, what's what? What? How's that end? Uh, man, I haven't played Skyrim in so long. Fuck. Skyrim. I'll call Rin. Hey, Rin, what does hey. the guard say when they arrest you? <laughs> She'll know. Like She'll know. <laughs> Actually, uh, hey, what are the odds you do that right now? Like one in five. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, one. two. Ooh. Fuck. Real close, though. Very close. Uh, Ornoraptors are also quiet. Yet loud. <laughs> they have, oh lord, they uh, have no vocal organs and simply squawk soundlessly as they go about their business. Their movements tend to be jerky and clumsy, though, and therefore quite audible. So they can't actually make any sound, but they just kind of like, it's just like a bunch of just meat. Shuffling. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're good at. Because every day they're shuffling. Oh, no. Boop, 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 boop. It's just... Yo, this Ornoraptor's hanging out with Red Foo and is sick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. They have an armor class of 11. They have 16 hit points and a speed of 30. They're just fucking stupid and bad. They're pretty bad, man. This, this is pretty bad. <laughs> they have a thing called blood spurt. When a creature deals piercing or slashing damage to the Ornoraptor while within five feet of it, the creature must succeed on a DC 11 dexterity save or take 1d6 acid damage as it is struck by the creature's caustic blood. Yeah. Um. You know there's that song titled War. What is it good for? Mm-hmm. Um... I would like to amend that title <laughs> to Ornerhafters. What the fuck are what, they good for? What the fuck are they good for? Uh, hey, Griff, we're not <laughs> starting off strong with these first two. <laughs> this is this is the risk that comes with this show, is we rarely have any idea what we're getting into. That's fair. We just go, ooh, that looks kind of weird or cool, and then yep. we pick it, and then we I go, saw oh. a big skinless chicken with visible organs, and I said, let's do it. That's fair. That's fair. They have a collective perception. As mentioned earlier, where uh, the Ornoraptor is aware of everything each other Ornoraptor within 20 feet notices. And poor vision. Their visual acuity is based on movement. A creature... Oh, this is so good. A creature that didn't move between the end of the Ornoraptor's last turn and the beginning of its own is invisible to the Ornoraptor. The creature is not invisible if another one within 20 feet notices. And then the last little upsetting detail, Zach, in case they weren't upsetting enough, is they have a peck attack, but they also have a spit stone attack. Spit stone? Now, is that like, you know, their spit just kind of like solidifies? Or are they hawking up like... I think they're picking like it up a stone. Spitting. Well, here's my here's the problem that I'm having it. Yeah. So, you know, like when you spit something like... Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's a combination of like, you know, like the force that like 
you're putting behind it, but also your lips are like aiding to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm horrified that since this thing has a beak, <laughs> that to spit it, it's in fact lodging a stone in its gullet. Yeah. Until it pops out like one of yeah. those cork guns. It's, like, it's a pressure. It's a pressure system. <laughs> it's a pressure system. It swallows a stone and then. <laughs> and then intentionally... <laughs> it, it, it intentionally suffocates itself for a short time to build up the bodily gases behind the stone until it propels out of its esophagus like a cannon. Is that what you're saying? That, it has to be because, like you know, like if you ever like spit like a marble or something out of your mouth when you were like a kid, like you kind of have yeah. to like you know, pucker the lips and kind of yeah. make the pressure so it pops out. This can't do that with a beak, no, so it, it would have to be the the next most malleable thing, which would be its fucking esophagus. Horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> now, despite all of this. Yeah. I think these things would be good pets. How? I just think they're Please, kinda... Okay, get, 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 cite your sources. Okay, uh, not for me. Show your work. <laughs> but I'm sure for someone out there. Um, I like... Someone who likes acid, this is a good chicken substitute. I mean, like, you're not eating the blood of the chicken. But, like, it's in there. You can... Sure, I, it's fair. I just think, like, I like the concept of it being kind of a... If it's by itself, just like a little bumbling kind of idiot pet, you know? It's kind of cute. It's like a stupid dog. <laughs> but that just sits there and... There will be some training involved. I could like, see a horrible, like, uh, in, like, a game, you have, like, a horrible, like, sideshow or a circus, and you have some guys like, ah, my friends, come on down and see the amazing uh, feats of cluckers. <laughs> and it, the, you pull the curtain back, and it's just one of these horrendous fuckers who's like, there's like some shitty targets lined up, and it just, and it just, ping, 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 <laughs> rapid fire some rocks out of its throat. <laughs> You're welcome for this amazing experience. Now please put five gold in the hat. Um, and that's how uh, the party gets swindled. I just think someone. I think they'd be kind of, like some villain out there. Probably would, could, would would really love this guy. I it'd think. be a really good and stupid pet for a big dumb villain because it's just like look at this stupid little chicken. As I it like love him so much. As it like bonks its head into the door and just like dissolves a little bit of the stone underneath it. It's like beautiful. <laughs> Oh god, they're really bad. There's a, there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance for that. I think yeah. the Ornoraptors have a chance. Yeah. Not a good one. No, not at all. <laughs> but but a, ch- but a chance. If we find the right person who's interested. Hey, there we yeah. go. Hey, if you're disgusting and want a <laughs> disgusting skinless chicken, um hit us up. <laughs> Are you fucking sickos out there? Are <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn sickos? For you strange trash creatures who got this horrible chicken. Hey, you you guys know chickens? <laughs> you want a really bad one? 
Yeah, see, these are just marketed as extreme chicken. (laughs) Are you tired of regular lean protein? (laughs) Yeah. You want something more extreme in your life? Yeah. Try this fucking shitty chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Try try Rhett's bad chicken. (laughs) Rhett's bad chicken. For the miscreants out there. Fucking hell. I'm fucking crying. Oh, damn. While we pull our shit together, is there anything else that we want to know about Ornoraptors? No, we're good. Um, Let's run an ad. Let's run an ad. Let's run an ad. Caitlin, run the ad. (laughs) There are hundreds of dating sites, dating apps, and matchmakers out there. And do you know what they all have in common? A complete lack of respect for the humble goblin. Are goblins just expected to pick up the dregs left behind by the dashing half-elf sweeping away the fairest maidens? Are bugbears just supposed to be the third wheel to their dwarven friends all their lives? Are ogres really deserving of love? No. No. And yes. On Grumble, things are different. Grumble is the premier dating and romance service for goblins and goblin kin. At Grumble, our staff delicately reviews every application to ensure only the deepest connection between you and your future love. Or loves. We cater to all genders, colors, and sexualities. Just say the word and we won't stop until you're thoroughly satisfied. Just listen to some of our most satiated clients. Before Grumble, I thought I'd never find anyone for me. Between my busy schedule of murder and pillaging, there was no time to look for love. Now, thanks to Grumble, every day I return to my cave, covered in the blood of my enemies, to the little green love of my life. I don't know how I'd pillage without them. After a hard day of trading stocks and bonds, it was nice to meet up with my newfound hobgoblin biddy for a good old-fashioned bone down. Let me tell you, Grumble got me exactly what I needed. Someone to share my hyper-aggressive sexual tendencies with. Price, no problem. Discretion, don't worry about it. Satisfaction, guaranteed. Big thumbs up to Grumble. Me and my bugbear partner were looking for someone open-minded to add to our relationship, but goblins aren't really well-known for being that flexible. However, thanks to Grumble... They curated several candidates for us to look over, and we welcomed Brizgax to our home and our hearts. Couldn't have done it without the hardworking folks at Grumble. Thanks, Grumble! Sign up for Grumble today with 25% off your first month using the promo code PETSHOP and start looking for the goblin of your dreams. Grumble. Get busy. Okay. Alrighty. I was trying to come up with a last name for Rhett uh, in Rhett's Bad Chicken. And, like, I, up, I was only thinking of, like, mundane 
surnames. I wonder if something like really representative of of. I don't know why dudesman just came to my mind. Brett dudesman. I mean, that's Brett more of the dudesman. That's more of what I was looking for. There you go. It was like, you know, like rat shit dicks, bad chicken, or something like that. Are we ready? Or yeah, Zach, do I have to make an ad for Rhett's bad chicken now? I think you have to make an ad for Rhett's bad chicken. We need we, a last. We can name. write it. We can, hey, we can write it together. Yeah. Okay. I think Dudesman's a good name. Rhett Dudesman's bad chicken. That or, um, <clears throat> some what's like that or it's like Barfman. <laughs> we haven't done a like an over-the-top, you know, with heavy metal guitar in the background, just like a you need something yeah, more extreme in your life. Yeah, like, we haven't done something in that vein yet. I think that's we, oh, an I, untapped I, vein that we could do. Like, kind of like a monster truck commercial. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we gotta get there, yeah. Alright. Add, yeah, add it to, yeah, add it. Rhett Dudeman's Bad Chicken. Pretty good, pretty good. Alright. What's next? Uh, so up next, um, I think this is probably <gasps> our best option. Yeah. Our, our, our most our, our, the thing that I think most people are gonna enjoy. Yeah. So, so this is the keyhole dragonette. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. So the reason I liked this is because they bear a, a pretty good resemblance to one of my favorite animals, which is the pangolin. Yeah. Which, unless you're aware, is like a dragon-scaled armadillo guy, and they're very <laughs> cute, and I love them a lot. Its scales um, are very, um, uh, uh, they remind me a lot of a pangolin, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that and the tail, too. They've got that sort of big, broad <gasps> yeah, tail. they got that flappy um, tail. So yeah, this guy, uh, he, he's sitting on a skull, which is kind of intimidating. But, like, he's got, like, a cute little dragon head. He's got those, um, I mean, it's like, you know, like your, your typical dragon skull. Like, it's got the kind of crease down the center of it, so, like, it mm-hmm. kind of looks almost folded. Um, it's got a very, you know, a long, a very slight face, like it's very, very slight face. It like goes um, to a point almost. Yeah, it's got a very sort of like like almost like the body's a little more weasel yeah, like. Yeah, it's kinda. got that sort of like bendy kind of weasel sort of build to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, it's got a long sort of broad tail, uh, a wingless reptile with a long lithe body and short powerful legs scurries down an alley after a rat. Its pointed snout darts into the hole where its uh, prey disappeared. Keyhole. Oh, oh nice. That's why it's... The Sh- keyhole dragonette is a small wingless dragon with flexible bands of large overlapping scales, a pointed snout, and a wide, flat tail. It's got a really cute snoot. It's, it's like, they're really cute. I, uh, like, I'm already <laughs> obsessed. Kind of uh, like that, that, like, rust color. Yeah, it's got like a you know, sort of bronze, rusty, uh, and yeah, I mean, it's just a cute little guy. Beautiful green eyes. I love it. Mm. Urban exterminators. Keyhole dragonettes were magically bred to be adept at entering closed off or hard to reach places. Nice. Their original purpose was to seek out and destroy nests of rats and other city dwelling vermin. But they regularly find themselves employed as living block picks. What? Their sensitivity vibrate, uh, to vibrations helps them find prey no matter what is hidden, and their long, deft tongues enable them to pick even the most complex of locks. You're fucking kidding me. Dragonettes have difficulties delineating between pests and pets, and they sometimes oh. consume the furry companions of the people whose homes they are ridding of vernon. Uh-oh. Vernon. Uh-oh. <laughs> Big eaters. 
Belying their small frames, keyhole dragonettes have voracious appetites and can consume a variety of foods. Aside from meat, they enjoy fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Keyhole dragonettes, with easy access to sugary foods, often develop sweet tooths. I oh love my god, them. I love them. <laughs> Loyal companions. Yes! Guards, wilderness scouts, and rogues of all types often see the value of taking a keyhole dragonette as a companion. Young dragonettes are easy to train and eagerly bond with people, quickly becoming steadfast friends with their caretakers. If the person a dragonette has bonded to dies or leaves, the dragonette becomes despondent. The depression can last for years if something doesn't occur to lift the dragon's uh, the creature's spirits. They mate for life. They do kind of mate for life. Uh, there is a section here about having a keyhole dragonette as a familiar. Nice. Yeah. It looks like the main benefit here, just skimming it, aside from the normal familiar, like, you know, bond. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a thing that says, while the dragonette is within 10 feet of its companion, magic, uh, including the dragonette's breath, can't put the companion to sleep. Huh. That's pretty cool. So it gives it you like that, gives you that, fey that fey ancestry. Ancestry. Yeah, fey ancestry Aye. stuff. Anytime or for any reason the dragon can end its service as a familiar ending the telepathic bonds. No. <laughs> All right. All right. So, stop block. Tiny dragon, neutral. They're just amazing and I love them. They have 27 <laughs> hit points, which is pretty beefy. That's pretty good. Uh, they got a climb speed at 20 feet. Um, nice. They got that uh, uh, pretty good dark vision, and they have tremor sense. They're very good at sensing those vibrations, like it's Oh, said. yeah, that's cool um, how and, that translates they, into tremor sense. And it says that, um, yeah, their languages are common and draconic. They can yeah, they've got an int of seven. They've got an int of seven, so they're pretty smart. Smarter than Grog. Smarter than Grog. Not crazy smart. Not smart enough to differentiate a, a, a pet from a pest, but anyway... It sees um, a it sees a cat like while it's hunting. It's like that's a big rat. That's a big rat. That rat's got a really weird. Holy tail. shit! Mm. They can compress the dragonette. Can squeeze through a space as narrow as one inch wide, like a keyhole. Like a keyhole. They have a uh, leaping withdrawal. A dragonette's long jump is up to twenty feet, and its high jump is up to ten feet with Jesus. or without a running start. If the dragonette leaps out of a creature's reach, it doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. Fresh as hell. Tongue pick. The dragonette can use its tongue to pick locks and disarm traps, as if its tongue was a set of thieves' tools. It is proficient in using its tongue in this way. That's so cool. Vermin hunter swarms of beasts don't have resistance to piercing or slashing damage from the dragonette. In addition, as a bonus action, the dragonette can use scale slash against a swarm of beasts occupying its space. That's a very cool touch. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's really good at just killing lots of rats. So yeah, it's got a bite attack, you know, D6 plus two. It's got that scale slash. Scale slash! Um, which is, scale slash! Uh, which is a D4 <laughs> plus two. Um, and it's got its soporific breath. Mm-hmm. The dragonet excels a cloud of sleep gas in a 15-foot cone. <laughs> Each creature in the area must succeed on a DC 12 con save or fail uh, or fail or fall unconscious for one minute. This effect ends for a creature if the creature takes damage or someone uses an action to wake it. They got that sleepy breath. They got a sleepy breath. I would love this thing just for the sleepy breath. Um, yeah, you would very much enjoy that, wouldn't you? It's like it's bedtime. Hey, Henry, knock me out, man. And Henry okay. waddles over and just goes, okay. 
I want one to be my friends so bad. These are these are great. They're so great. I'm glad I picked a good one. You picked a really good one. They're really cute. They're kind. Of, they're super nice and like, like there's no downside. There's not like don't really have a, a downside. Like, like as long as you don't have like a cat or something, like you're fine. Yeah, that'd be that'd be the one tricky thing is like if you're the type of person who wants to have a lot of pets. Maybe be careful with a keyhole dragon net so you don't wake up and, like, find one of your birds one day has been eaten. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's just like a one-pet household. Yeah, these would be really good, like, small apartment household pets. Especially for, like, apartments that, like, don't allow pets because, like, these can just hide anywhere. They can just hide. Yeah. They can fit in, like, a tiny spot. Yeah. Yeah, man. They could hide, like, in your, like... Just in your pocket while you were. I love them. You know I love, what? I love them. I love them. You gotta be careful. They might get into your food, though. You know, you gotta make sure that you got like, you know, your candy and stuff and your cookies stashed away. Yeah. This thing is like the teacup pig of dragons. <laughs> it's like the teacup pig. It's a stream dragon. It's a stream dragon. I want to <laughs> be his friend forever. Yeah, ca- kind of. Yeah. I'm so um, I don't know what else to say. I just love them so much. They're probably not very cuddly. Ah, uh, see, but like you'd say that, but like, pa- like, like, have you ever seen a video of like a pangolin when it likes someone? And nah. like, you know, like, 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 pets are weird. Like, it's got to be more around like the head and mouth. But like, they just kind of sit up and curl around, and it's kind of cute. Like, they'll sit there and like, you know, like, like ride on people's like. You know, like just being kind of held, like burping a baby style, and the like wrap the tail up, around. I'm looking up a video of someone cuddling a pangolin just to see. Okay, I just didn't realize that they only walked on two legs. Actually. Yeah, they walk on two legs. It's funny because like That's their their body horrifying. leans forward. <laughs> it's not though. It's really cute because like their 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 tail like counterweights them. Yeah. So they sort of sit there and they you know they kind of like lean forward as they walk and then their tail like sticks straight out behind them. And, and it's with a really little adorable. the way their little claws are together, it looks like they're always like thinking of something. They're like, hmm. Well, that are doing the um the. Uh. Like yeah, the the like when you have your hands in the L's and you put your your index fingers your together, fin- your finky tips together. I don't know. I don't know what this is called. I don't know if it has a name. Also, I, I've I've heard it means like five thousand different things. So, yeah, to me it's like, oops, I'm embarrassed. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. I'm crossing my references. I don't know. I don't fuck it. If you're out there and you're Gen Z, get, take us a give us a break. Like. Fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. It's hard I, to keep up with you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a millennial. It's not my fault. <laughs> anyway, but no, I love uh, keyhole dragonettes. I think they're amazing. I want to be friends with one forever. These so. are really good. Just like really good. Like almost like um, a way to fill out like a setting of yeah. you know, a really good way to have um like you know in Scarsvale we had we had spunts which were little spunts. the little otters who ran around and did like small errands. It's like that, yeah you you can talk about walking down a street and seeing a keyhole dragon that you know chase a rat through an alleyway. Like that's great. That's super cool and it's a nice little touch of world building. I love it. Uh we wrapped up on these little boys then. I have nothing else to say aside from they're wonderful. I love them and I will have one someday. Awesome. Zach, up next is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever found 
while doing the show with you. Oh yeah, and like I just gotta give it out to Cobalt Press for this next one. Like you guys, did okay, such, you, you did a great job. Zach, Zach, this is snake with a hundred mage hands. That is in fact a snake <laughs> with a hundred mage hands. So you're familiar with mage hand, the cantrip. The cantrip, yes. It, it makes a it makes like a translucent like arcane hand to do small tasks, you know, like to maybe like pick up a cup across the room or like close a door, or open a window. If you're an arcane trickster, you can use it to pick a lock or mm-hmm. a pocket. This is a regular snake who has 100 mage hands. That's impressive. Um <laughs> this particular snake is sitting on a pile of gold and you can see several different mage hands, some uh, collecting gold, one's holding a very cool jeweled dagger. But it's just a, it's just a snack. It's just a snack with some hands, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the hands aren't coming out of it, you know? No, like they're just floating around it. They're ma- yeah. It's the spell mage hand a hundred times at a time, and they're just kind of doing stuff. It's a snake with a hundred mage hands. Guys, it's a snake. <laughs> with a hundred mage hands. The small snake slithers forward. As it nears a door, spectral hands appear all around it, opening and pushing the door to allow the snake entry. <laughs> Damn. This thing is apparently a pet project. Pet project. Thieves' guilds with magically inclined members often imbue particularly crafty snakes with keen intelligence, telepathy, and the ability to summon dozens of mage hands to aid the guild. The small, stealthy creatures are capable of carrying out heists that are logically impractical for humanoids due to their bulk. Predictably, the clever reptiles often escape their creators and carve out small territories for themselves in the more uh, disreputable parts of cities where their true identities won't be easily discovered. So some dipshit thief was like, "Hey, you know, we can't, we can't get into this place. You know what we should do? We should make a snake. But like, we'll give it, we'll make the snake magical. Like, oh, what's the okay. snake gonna do? Is it gonna like teleport? Is it gonna be like like a, like a familiar, like a scout? Like, That's no. a good idea. That's no. a good idea. But but no, hear me out. What if? What if we taught the snake the mage hand cantrip? It's like, oh, brilliant. So, yeah, it can go in and, like, open doors and, like, windows for us. It's like, yeah, what if we did it a hundred times, though? One hundred mage hands, you say? Yeah, imagine a snake with a hundred mage hands. I'm sitting here thinking about a snake with one hundred mage hands. Nothing can go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. There's no way this will backfire on us. No way whatsoever. With a snake with the 100 mage hands. Cut to one month later. So we've made a mistake. We've overdid it. Um, We lost the score. It is now in the possession of a snake. Do you say a snake? Yeah, the snake has 100 mage hands. The snake has 100 mage hands. <laughs> the boss of the Thieves Guild is like, who signed off on this? What? See the, 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 see, the boss can't say that, because guess what? The snake with 100 mage hands is the new boss. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
like because hey, you guys if you want to get this... out of here and like work for this snake with a hundred mage hands. What you saying? The boss is a snake. I'm saying with one hundred mage hands. I'm saying we leave our current boss and we go become like we go work for the thing that we gave a hundred mage hands to, who just yeah. so happens to be a snake. With a hundred mage hands, <laughs> it does have an int of eighteen. Holy shit! <laughs> they said keen intelligence. That snake is smarter than me. Yeah, no, definitely. That's uh, why the, the snake is the boss now. Like this yeah, is the yeah, whole yeah. plot hook. Like a, like a thieves <laughs> guild has been completely disrupted <laughs> because they made a snake and made it brilliant and it outsmarted them. Yeah, and it's now so it's in charge. Now the snake is calling the shots. Oh man. Snakes with a hundred mage hands are known for their mischievous nature. <laughs> Many are kleptomaniacs and swindlers using their talents and their hundred mage hands to deceive humanoids and steal objects that they find pleasing. Uh, this snake is a small monstrosity. It is neutral alignment uh, with a 14 AC and 67 hit points. Uh, 30 foot walk, climb, and swim speed, plus four dex, plus four intelligence. Damn. Uh, has a plus eight to sleight of hand. Makes sense. It has a 10 foot uh, blind sight and telepathy out to 60 feet. Now let's get into this kind of uh, beefy stat block. Uh, it has an ability called Disruptive Ploy. As a bonus action, the snake performs a minor ploy with its mage hands against a target it can see within 30 feet. The target must succeed on a DC 14 dexterity save or have disadvantage on its next ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. The snake's choice. As the, like snake, the snake ties your shoelaces together. As the snake magically removes the target's helmet, ends the target's quiver, or performs some other form of distraction. So you were right, Zach. It, it undoes its belt, and your pants fall <laughs> Your belt, and your pants fall down. And then it has an ability, in case you didn't know it already, called 100 Mage Hands. Wait, 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 Griffin, you're saying that this thing has... 100 mage hands? The snake is surrounded by 100 magical spectral hands. The hands can't be targeted by spells or attacks and they are immune to damage. The hands float within 30 feet of the snake and move with their serpent commander. The snake can decide if the hand The snake can decide if the hands are visible. Oh god. Each hand, god damn, each hand can carry an object weighing up to 10 pounds, and no more than three hands can work together to carry one larger object. The snake's dexterity slide of hand checks have a range of 30 feet. Rad. Whenever the snake makes a slide of hand check, it can make up to four such checks as part of the same action, but each check must be against a different target. The snake can perform actions normally restricted to creatures with hands, such as opening a door, stirring a bowl of soup, or carrying a lantern. The hands cannot wield weapons or shields or make attacks, except as part of the snake's flying fists action. Okay. Let's jump down to that. It has a normal bite. It's a snake. It, it's a snake. It can bite. But on a recharge of a five or a six, it can use flying fists where it unleashes a flurry of spectral punches in a 30-foot cone. 
Each creature in the area must make a dexterity 14, uh, a DC 14 dexterity save. On a fail, they take 3d6 bludgeoning damage and are knocked prone. On a success, a creature takes half damage and is not knocked prone. This is it lines up all 100 fists, <laughs> and they just... <laughs> it just speed bags your head. And then you pass out, because you just took one... Hundred punches. I need to run like I don't care what I don't care what like a uh, water deep dragon heist is. Water deep dragon heist is now working for a crime boss who is a snake with a hundred mage hands. It, it, I think it is like working against Xanathar. So you, it it could Rad. be against instead a snake with a hundred mage hands. I need to look up a spell real quick in Dungeons and Dragons. To see okay. if it would do anything to help the snake with a hundred mage hands. Okay, I didn't think so. So there's the awaken spell, right? Which we talked about actually yeah. at last episode. It just bestows a higher intelligence upon a creature. I want I the, the snake with a hundred mage hands only has a charisma of six. It's a minus two. Mm-hmm. So I want I want I want a a mob boss snake with the appropriate yeah. charisma. Yeah, which like he's you just taking some. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's took some um, some classes in leadership. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he found the charisma tome is what it was. There you go, the tome of leadership and influence. The, uh, yeah, that one. Whatever the fuck it's called. It's like you come to me. <laughs> yeah. How? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let Let's think. What would our um the ideal uh snake mob boss sound like? I mean, it's got to, you got to do the sibilant S's. Um, so, you know, every S is a hiss. Yes. So it's a snake with a hundred mage hands. And it's like, do you need to talk to the hands? That's like, I think you could like do, um, sort of, because like you, you did very like cool and like calm. Yeah, it's very godfather. I think it See, I think it would be cool to have one that is the opposite, like the manic, sort of insane sort oh, of mob boss. No. That's like, yeah, you're gonna get fucked up. You come in here, you're gonna get the hands, okay? You don't want to get the hands. No, you're really fucking no. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want the hands. No, you don't want the hands. I don't want the hands. I'll do anything. Okay, you, you, you gotta say to me, hey, hey, miss, hey, Mister Hiss, please don't give me the hands, Mister, Mister, Mr. Hiss, please don't give me the, the hands. Oh, you didn't ask nice enough. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> or like when That's you know, Mister Hiss laughs. Nice. Like, when they get bad news, it's like, you know, in every movie, you, like, start throwing shit off of counters and stuff. Yeah. Like, just, just an entire room. It's like, hey, um, Mr. Hiss, I got that, uh, I got that report you wanted. Uh. Yeah. We, uh, well, uh, we lost Antonio and, uh, you know, the, uh, well, the Thieves Guild, they got away with the score. They what? <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> the, the guy just sits there, sort of quiet, like quietly, head down. His papers are flying through the air, and the bookshelf, you know, is ripped off of the wall. And 
10% of every score is set aside to rebuild the room that Mr. Hiss but, uh, Mr. Hiss's office? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what, what, what is this account? Oh, that is, that's the um, expenditures that's, for... That's the Rage uh, Room re- account? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's quite the overhead, honestly. <laughs> But you know, it's it's the it's the price of doing business with Mister Hicks. It is like yeah. not everyone gets hey. to say they go into work and their boss is a snake with a hundred mage hands. Yeah, but Mister Hiss, man, he's got a temper. He's got a temper on him. Yeah, it's and a hundred mage hands and one hundred <laughs> mage hands. What a good fucking creature and an excellent. No, this is amazing. Um, we, I think we like this. The back half, we hit the fucking jackpot. Um, yeah, we did I'm it. We here. did it. We did it. We're good. Nothing closers. will beat this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like you go, like this is how bad it could be. Now here's the very good things. Aren't you glad that these exist? You should get mm-hmm. these now. Mm-hmm. It's a sales mm-hmm. tactic. Got them again. Got them again. Uh, I think it's about it. That's gonna be it. That's gonna be it. Um. So, uh, hey, folks. Guess what? We love you. Hey. And uh, thanks for listening to this here episode. Uh, as per usual, if you enjoyed what you heard here, check out the other shows on the Ghostlight Media Network. Um, furthermore, this episode will be coming out this Wednesday, which means that the following Wednesday, which is the March what, Wednesday in the first March 2nd, Griffin and I will continue our, our, our journey in It Takes Two. Yes. And uh, our new stream, It Takes Tudes. Yeah, uh, we have been streaming over at twitch.tv slash ghostlightmedia every Wednesday night starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, on uh, So it'll be alternating programs. Um, one Wednesday will be the continuation of me and uh, our boss, Mr. G, Chase, uh, playing some Stardew Valley, uh, our continuation from uh, our previous year. And then uh, on alternating Wednesdays, Zach and I have started playing It Takes Two, which is a really fucking good game. Is if you want to be caught up, um, I do believe the VOD is on the Twitch. Yes, yes it is. Twitch.tv slash Ghostlight Media. And old yeah, episodes of Stardude Valley can be found on Ghostlight Media's YouTube channel. There you go. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, if you want to support the show, you can always uh, you know, uh, do further uh, by uh, you know like uh, liking and reviewing and subscribing to us on uh, whatever podcast uh, 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 catchers you use. Um, you can also donate to us financially if you feel so inclined mm-hmm. uh, on our Patreon at patreon.com slash ghostlight media. What kind of stuff would I get, Griff? A mere $2 a month. That's like that's like that's like a nickel and a dime every day. Yeah, that that'll get you access to a private Discord server where you can bug me and Zach directly. Oh uh, yeah, where you get updates on all of our programs uh, from straight from the the straight from the source, straight from the tap, and you can oh, engage yeah. with us directly on there. Yep, at five a month. Um, um, at five dollars, we will uh, you will be added to our donor list, where we will uh, personally thank you on uh, various programs at the end or the beginning of each of those episodes. At ten dollars a month, you start getting exclusive content from uh, a different Ghostlight Media show every month. All of the back ones uh, from previous months will be available as well. And if you feel like going up to fifteen a month, you can personally have your hand uh, involved in a show of your choosing. 
whether that is a um, a magic item that you add to another path, whether that is a, a monster or a fiction or a thing you force us financially to do. Yeah. You got options. You get, get creative. You got options. You can get creative, whether it's uh, some fancy Numenera piece to chuck at the people over on, uh, on IE. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, we also, I, I don't know if we figured out anything fun for TSS, but we got to gotta get there. Gotta get um, there. Gotta get there. Uh, but yeah, other than that, of course, if you want to hear anything specific on the show, uh, sign to our DMs at uh, PetShopCast.com on the Twitter, or you can... Uh, DM us directly at me at that guy Zach Rob Griff at Griff Cold. I'm and, a cold uh, Griff. You're a cold Griff. I need a blanket. Um, you should get one. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think that's everything. That you know? is it for today. I don't know what this voice is. I fine. We, we can close that. Yo, we could close it out with it though. Okay, I'm Zach. Everybody, I'm Griffin and. Uh, <laughs> just remember, folks. At the end of the day. Well, it's all about love, baby! Mr. Hiss, no! (laughs) Thank you all for listening to episode 84 of Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Xander, Patrick, and JJ and Veronica for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, gotta watch out for Mr. Hiss. I've heard he likes... Milano's. Have a good one. (laughs) This has been a Ghostlight Media production.